0: Previously on Live at 605. And so... Just without the alcohol. Yeah, just
1: without the alcohol and the raging violence. I
0: was going to say without the raging boner. I'm no, like,
1: only you would say raging boner.
0: When do you ever hear raging and not boner together? John
1: Mallon. And Val Gomez.
0: live from beautiful downtown toronto this is season 10 episode 9 Whoa. of live at 605 we only got a few episodes left this season
1: that's bananas
0: this has been a,
1: a fast one a
0: fast one a fast bender you would almost <laughs> say i think i hope you're already thinking about artwork for next, next no season. i'm not no <laughs>
1: right. we i have bought no more clothing no <laughs>
0: Can we repurpose one of your old... No, uh,
1: that's not good. Shit's got to be on fleek for the next season. That's
0: true. You, um, I'm looking at some of our beautiful artwork right now. I know. Like, since last week, I remember we mentioned yeah. some of the great gifts we got for Christmas. What? What's so funny already? Right? You're laughing just, at me already. I'm
1: actually laughing at you because I'm like, how many solid colored t-shirts
0: <laughs> do you own? So we're looking at, uh, we we mentioned last week my dad... (laughs) Yeah, you're
1: also wearing one right now.
0: I like t-shirts.
1: You like solid color t-shirts. Yeah,
0: I don't... neck. I don't have any shirts that have like patterns on it. No. Like the only shirt I have that has anything on it basically is my Guster shirt. Totally. But uh, we're looking at all the artwork that our dad gave us, two frame posters worth of artworks from season one through ten. And the first, what, Five seasons. Yeah. I'm just in t shirts. Yeah. And then I class it up. I'm in suits and ties and stuff like that. <laughs> but it goes blue shirt, pink shirt, green shirt, purple shirt, and now my gray shirt I'm wearing.
1: Technically, I think there's another shirt after that because the pride, I think there is a, you're missing one. Yeah. So but. either way, though.
0: But, uh, season 10? Yeah. Season 10. I think it's been episode a great season. Episode 9? What do you think of season 10 so far?
1: Uh, it's pretty good. We got some badass stories. Badass and stories. Some definitely some good solid stuff coming up in the coming weeks as well.
0: I'm very excited. At first, I wasn't worried about this episode. Yeah. I was just like, well, we don't really have anything planned. And like, then we had
1: too much planned. Now we have
0: too much. Like I was like, okay, it seemed like a pretty basic bitch kind of week where we, <laughs> we did a few things, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. And I was going over in my head today, like, oh, okay, what should we talk about? But I must say, since last week when you were steering the um, the boat, yeah. you came back, you're steering the boat, you put it into full throttle. You had some good ideas this week.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, I can't, can't get I you was a about to say, uh, no, you can't when you don't write any of my ideas down.
0: Well, we'll get to that later <laughs> on. But I'm, I'm out of the... Um, get to
1: the contact info. You
0: can contact us at facebook.com live at six oh five. I put up some funny uh, memes if you guys are into making a murderer. Ooh. I did a funny meme. Um, Who's
1: not into making a murderer?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I don't really want to be friends with them. No. <laughs> Although it does take a few episodes. I remember the first two episodes, yeah. were like, ah, this ain't for us. But we'll talk we'll about get that, that later. Uh, you can follow Chiboy on Twitter and Instagram over here. I'm at Malencamp. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough week for sex bots. I had a lot of sex bots following me the last couple yeah. weeks. They've all been deleted, I think, those accounts, so uh, my numbers have gone back down. Same
1: here, actually. I lost three.
0: You lost three? Yeah. Oof, rough. But how But did
1: you- I did post one picture on Instagram, which may have got my second- Highest total for likes.
0: Well you give everyone your contact information and I'll see what your number is and then we can talk about that for <laughs> right? a quick
1: shake. Um so if you guys wanna get in contact with me or check out some of the cool shit we've done this past week, it's Val Gomez twenty three on both Instagram and Twitter.
0: What do people do on uh, iTunes?
1: You do it this time.
0: No, I do the Facebook, you do the iTunes. <sighs> That's uh, do I it com- up?
1: Yeah, I do. Drop us a comment on our iTunes okay, wait, wait, wait. page.
0: You promote Facebook Yeah And I'll promote iTunes I just want to see how you promote You already Facebook. did Facebook I know but though. tell me how you would Promote it in your own words
1: Check out our lovely Facebook account Live at 605 Because John posts Some kick ass Memes and different gifts And things And different Lists And shit You should check out um, But again That's live at 605 For some cool ass shit.
0: I appreciate that yeah, I Don't wanna... break
1: this mic You never use the other one I got you.
0: That That's on the list Of questions <laughs> Hey guys, if you uh, like the podcast and you've listened to us on iTunes, go back to iTunes Live 605, subscribe, rate, and review, and tell a friend, family, or friend of me about us. Because, you know, if you comment and you rate and you subscribe, you get us back onto the news and noteworthy. We've had lots of success on Podomatic, but we want to get more success, be more successful on iTunes.
1: <laughs> iTunes. iTunes,
0: man. <laughs> Give me the tunes. That's why I don't do the iTunes. <laughs> I just sound... Like a racist Jamaican man. No.
1: Uh do you have a sponsor for the week?
0: <clears throat> well, I think we actually have a joint sponsorship <laughs> this week. It's
1: not an angry sponsor. No, though. it's fine. Why
0: don't we get into our joint sponsorship of the week? Sponsorship of the week. <laughs>
1: So, so, tell, tell like, give, okay, give them a brief. Okay, I'll give a brief. go
0: way back. Tell me about this restaurant to begin. with. I want to know oh, okay, Tell so me like how the you found. Yeah, give me the origin story. So,
1: growing up in small town Mississauga, mm. we had a Portuguese Italian place called San Francesco's yes. that my parents used to buy us sandwiches from like steak sandwiches <laughs> and they're basically like best friends with the family who own the San Francesco's. Near my parents' house. And so we were really excited because as soon as John and I started dating and you would pick me up from violin lessons, we would rent a car and go to Little Italy to then go buy either um, either California sandwiches. But on our way home, we realized that San Francesco sandwiches is right beside California sandwiches. So I was like, holy shit, they have one in the city, which Mm. it seems weird that they wouldn't. But having said that, on a walk home... One day from work, like a few months ago maybe, yeah. uh, a few months ago, we're walking up Bay Street and we notice a San Francesco Sandwiches, like a new... Within walking Within distance. walking distance of John and my apartment.
0: Game changer. Game
1: changer. So we we're like, oh my God, we got to try these sandwiches one day.
0: Yeah. And the first time we went there, we just walked in. Very nice young uh, white man, tall. White. <laughs>
1: Putting out the rate card already.
0: <laughs> a nice, it's like a tall, skinny, lanky, younger white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes, and he's very like enthusiastic. He kind of like bounces around. He's got a big permanent smile. We may smile. have
1: spoken if you guys listen to the podcast frequently. We may have described him or like spoke about this dude in on a previous podcast. Yeah,
0: so we went in there, and then it's like okay, it took a while to get the order down. So you decided that'd be better. To call ahead the order. Yeah. And now, it's funny, we have, when we go to certain places, uh, if we go to San Francisco's you make the call, because you know how to order the sandwiches. Yeah. If you go to Brooklyn, north of Brooklyn, I order, I make the call. Yeah. Uh, and then if we do, like, uh, whatever, we have, like, certain places where you call and I call. Yeah.
1: So, one time, I <laughs> called, not this past time, no. but once when I called, the guy who answered? Assumingly, yeah. was the skinny little white boy, white boy that John is referencing. And when I place the order, I sound like I usually sound, yeah. And then we Lovely. get shat at you. Ah, and I then, can't give you a compliment. What? Compliment? So shitting on me? After we see this like eighteen year old kid. Oh, it makes you laugh. <laughs> so bad. <that laughs> We go to San Francesco's, and what did he call he's like
0: what yesterday or No no no,
1: the no, for first time. He's like, "Oh." He's, he's like, like, "Oh, your voice is so positive or yeah, something." Yeah. He's like,
0: "You have such a great energy in your voice." Yeah. He's like, "I recognize it cuz you sound so positive." Oh, he's
1: but like, "You're like sunshine yeah. or something." And I was like, like, "Oh, okay."
0: And first I I'm on my guard I'm like, "Oh boy, I know how you like those skinny white blonde hair blonde boys."
1: This guy is also basically John. Like it yeah. must be John at eighteen, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of funny because I feel like I'm in either Twilight Zone or in Quantum Leap. So, f- fast, so, forward, so fast forward, fast, fast forward, fast forward. I was gonna
0: say we would call him, and he would always—he's always a super nice guy. Yeah, he's always and whenever we go, you make the call, and he'd always be eager to see you. So whenever we want. <laughs>
1: You have zero proof that he's, quote-unquote, eager. Don't make that be. I'm going to get to Eager to see me.
0: So, from (laughs) then on, whenever we'd walk home from work, and we take different routes, so whenever we walk past (laughs) San Francesco's and he's in there,
1: (laughs) I I always make the joke.
0: I'm always like, man, that guy's probably, he gets so happy when he sees you walk past, (laughs) but he's probably so pissed that I'm with you every time. And he's like, damn, just one of these days, I want this pretty young ting to just come in here by herself, so. So... Fast forward
1: to yesterday. yesterday. John was. We tried to say it at the same time. As yeah, he? I
0: wanted to be like that Shark Tank. We're like,
1: ha ha ha, 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 ha how hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> so, um, crazy bang. <laughs> um, what should we call it? So, John yesterday is like, let's get San Francesco. So, quote unquote, I make the order, place the order. I don't feel like I sounded any different than I usually do. So then we walk down to San Francesco. Obviously, you and I both start laughing as soon as we see that guy. Well, I
0: don't like. I'm not gonna say because I always make fun of you, <laughs> but I, I won't say anything, so we go in there and there's two people ahead of us, Yeah. one guy's making the order, finishes up, next guy makes the order. I don't feel
1: like we were even talking in there. We were. Not loud. We we're
0: talking about the podcast because we're so oh, narcissistic.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> <Obviously>. <laughs> We were talking about how, ways to improve, we were talking about how great our podcast was.
1: Yeah.
0: And so the guy in front of us ends and then all of a sudden our friend behind the counter goes... Uh, he goes, uh, hey, guys. Wait, wait, wait. No, he's, he's
1: like, bring it up here. He's like,
0: hey, guys, bring it on up here. <laughs> he like takes his hand and like, does the yes. forward motion. And re- you're like, oh, hi. He's like, I recognize your voice. Got your <laughs> order ready right here. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you want in here. You. Your gravy, your sandwiches, your fries. He's like, so enthusiastic. Yeah. So Come on, guys, bring it in. I
1: felt so bad. I just wanted to, like, burst out laughing. And I'm like, okay, maybe he doesn't get a lot of calls.
0: No. I'm like, he was so happy to see you. He's like, when your your phone lit up and he heard your voice when you walked in, (laughs) he's just... Although I felt bad because I was paying debit, and yeah. it's like, do you want to give them a tip? You like, said no. no.
1: You always make a comment that he hates you, like after yeah, like one I'm day he you. wishes I walk in by myself. Yeah. That'll be the day I tip him.
0: Mm-hmm. And be Maybe like, be don't worry, kind of dude. Tip. In about
1: 10 years, you'll have a brazen brown chick you can also date.
0: Who you can give just the tip to.
1: That was your sponsorship of the week.
0: Sponsorship of the week. Uh, wait, Uh, t- tell us about this uh, Instagram post you did.
1: So, okay, so to change it up, um, last was it last week? Yeah, Yeah. because I said it the story, the 22K story on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, John and I, as previously noted in uh, last week's podcast, previously on podcast... um,
0: Big
1: things, Right? Went to the Apple store, and I was looking for a new Apple watch to buy. And so, I found one finally, and because this week has been so busy, we hadn't been home when it finally was delivered, we did get our Apple TV. Yeah. And then, two days later my watch came in but because i was jamming um i didn't get it till the next day oh, that's Correct, right correct. and so we're like ah, oh, i just want to pick up this apple watch having said that, i have no idea how to use the apple watch but I felt very like validated when both of us went to a, Kate's birthday party on Friday, and everybody's yeah. like, "Whoa, you guys got those eye I'm like, "It's Apple Watch." First I know of all. people
0: keep calling it eye I- watch, which just sounds crazy. Like I know why they wouldn't call it an iWatch. because yeah. it seems like, "Oh, I'm watching you."
1: Yes, that's exactly <laughs> why. <gasps> I'm watching
0: you now. Come watch me spank my own ass with um, butter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're so dirty. Anyways. You, you, you know
0: what? I did, I did that for you, though. Why? You don't realize the things I do for you on this podcast. <laughs>
1: what What does that do for me, John? I
0: remember, and I quote, oh, man, you came home from work one day just, like, w- with jubilation over the fact that, like, I love it when you do all these crazy voices on the podcast. <laughs> no,
1: but I don't like when you say dirty things.
0: Okay, then how about I talk like this and just say, live at 605 every Tuesday on... I- I now let's put this carrot carrot in my uh, urethra, bra. <laughs> Bro. Ask
1: your dad if he likes this podcast. I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so I got my new Apple Watch and I'm like super stoked about it. Mm. I have zero intel on how to use it though. Mm-hmm. And so um I definitely think it's gonna be a-, a learn in progress, but I do see the benefits of having one.
0: Yeah, so tell them about your picture. You're so, so I was
1: like, okay, there's certain times when people oh, this is what we wanted to talk about. This will go great into our next topic. Okay. Um so when and John and I each post, um, like, a Facebook status or an Instagram picture. Oh, in it, I know, right? Remember, yes. There's an element of, obviously, mm. we're posting on Instagram to see how many likes we can obtain. Yeah. And so my goal has incrementally grown from, like, before I think it was, like, I just need to hit double digits. Then mm. it became 15. Now it's 22. I have to hit.
0: I try to get six.
1: So the thing is, is that I obviously know... Um, I'm usually, I'm the one to post pic collages because I want to do the summary of what we've done in a week to then um, promote the podcast, but because I got the Apple Watch, I just posted a picture of that with a filter on it and threw it up on Instagram, and so that's a picture where I'm like, "Um, I'm probably going to get like 10 likes, okay? Yeah, yeah. Just because I was like, it's it's not a picture of us, it's something a little weird and abstract. I don't typically post the one-off pictures. How many likes did I get?
0: You got almost a record thirty. You got thirty-eight, which and almost none of
1: them are sex bots.
0: Do you want to take that? Let me just double check. Uh, real person, real person, real person, real person, real person, real person. You, none of them
1: are sex bots. Wow, you are
0: sex bot free.
1: Exactly.
0: That is. Although is this person a sex bot or do you know them?
1: No, correct. <laughs>
0: Looks like Nicki Minaj. <laughs>
1: what? So
0: No, that's very impressive. So
1: very impressive. So that's all shits on fleek. So, I was like really impressed with that because I think my like top post gets like forty.
0: Yeah, which was what picture was that again? I think
1: your drunk one.
0: My drunk hungover one.
1: Yeah. But uh, what we wanted to talk about.
0: Oh, I'm 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 having one of those weeks. One so, what, what of those social media weeks where it's like, you would think, because I complain about that, I should just mm-hmm. get off of it. Yeah. But um, I, I'm curious to see what you think about this shit.
1: So, one of the things, and I think it just because of, like, the nature of when things come out, we use different social media platforms for different reasons. For sure. Right? And so, i.e., you use Twitter more on a consistent basis to put out, like...
0: Jokes and promotion of the podcast. Right. And, uh, like... To talk, like, sports-related things. Totally. Never deeply personal, Nothing rooted deep, things. deeply
1: personal. Next, I would say we... I use Instagram a lot more than I use Facebook now. Yeah. Um, and that is to, like, pr- push pictures and, like, different yeah. things we're doing, different things for the podcast, different events that we've gone to with our friends and whatnot. So, to me, Instagram is a more topical thing that I use a lot more frequently. Um, and it's not about statuses. It's about more, like... Um, not milestone, about, it's
0: not about statuses, status. it's about stat.
1: Yeah, exactly. Status. Stat. So yes. then Facebook, which obviously came out first, mm-hmm. um, in its heyday, and what I love now about Facebook is that when you log on, it shows you, like, your memories from that day <laughs> and whatnot. And yeah. so how, when Facebook initially started, like, however long ago, like, eight years ago, um, we used to have, people used to write, like, full conversations or really long prophetic um, statuses on there. And that would be the mode of communication online. So now I've diluted my Facebook account. I basically only do things for the podcast or um, party events. Right. You'd use it for.
0: Yeah, it's mainly jokes or for the podcast. You'll never see me being like saying something mushy or. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, this is the anniversary of that time when that friend I kind of had passed away. So I keep him dear in my heart because, mm-hmm. you know, he taught me so much in my life. Like, no, I'm not going to yeah. say that shit.
1: So this could be a point where you, everyone listening, could think John and I are like the worst humans ever. But we both feel Not saying we
0: don't feel those things. We just don't broadcast We don't
1: broadcast them. them. So here's what I think. I had a word for it. And I called it, like, exploitive philanthropism. Ooh, good Right? Words. And so what we both had issue with is that people who self-identify their good acts that need validation, yeah. they make their entire Facebook status about it. Yeah. And it's not like a one-off sentence, like, no. oh, so happy I was able to help a person go through Spadina Station today yeah. who was blind and uh, I, decrepit. I'm
0: so glad that as I walked down the cold, frigid Toronto street, yeah. I passed a homeless gentleman. I th- stopped and thought, should mm-hmm. I help him or should I walk past him like I did so many times? Yeah. But no, a stronger feeling told me, go back, talk to them, act to them how they are, see if they need your winter yeah. And it's like, fuck. And then, so then they get 100 likes and 30 people being like, you're the great you're person. The greatest you're, person. You're, this is so good. I think you.
1: there's something to be said. It's like, I do like and I, I just I don't we're just not these people yeah. to me it's all about doing a good act is just like you're doing it in the moment and you've helped out somebody do you really need that validation and like that sense of applause that you yeah. did this right it should just be you do it because you're a generous individual i do think there also may be an element of embellishment as you're writing your memoirs all over facebook
0: the one that bugged me it's not it wasn't a Mm -hmm. person i have on facebook it's like just you know when you see someone likes the status and you can see this so it's i don't remember who liked the status but basically someone wrote a status this past week Mm -hmm. where it's like as i was going to tim hortons i passed a homeless gentleman and the homeless guy said can you spare some change and i thought no i can't but you know what i can get you a hot chocolate So as I went inside and waited inside the Timmy's, a voice spoke to me. It was my mother. Although, the (laughs) problem was, my mother passed away (laughs) ten years ago. Here is my dear old mommy speaking down to me from the heavens saying, Sue, you know what? If you can get him a coffee, you can get him a gift card. But I talked back and said, Mom, you know what? I'm broke as fuck. She said this. I'm broke as fuck. I can't afford a gift card well, Sue, how do you think the homeless gentleman is? He can't afford it. And so you know what? I got him a gift card, and I gave him, like, a, a, what's this called? A
1: A lanyard? (laughs) No, no,
0: I fucked up the story. (laughs) (laughs) A scarf. (laughs) Now I fucked up. Anyways.
1: Why is he named Sue? Well,
0: it's the lady who was.
1: No, you said the mom, and he said to his son, hey, Sue. No,
0: I said to the. it was a lady. <laughs> the point is, this person's talking to her dead mother. Yeah. It, brought, it was broadcasting on Facebook. And oh my God, I wish I saved the comments. People are like, You're an amazing person. Mama Sue would be so proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. You inspire me to live a better life. It's like, What do you. Uh, put, woof. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think
1: it's also like, Do you think people. Like, here's my thing. Um, I barely read things I'm supposed to read. A.K.A. my <laughs> mail that comes. Yeah.
0: That shit can yeah, sit I there. Yeah, I I tell you to read your mail <laughs> yeah. every day.
1: That shit can sit there. I shit you not for two weeks on our mantle.
0: I commit mail for, uh, uh, identi- I commit mail crimes because I open your,
1: ma- <laughs> I can't
0: think, I open your mail to make yeah. sure that it's not things that, like, you need to look at. Yeah. You don't open your mail. So here's
1: saying. my thing. If people actually take the time to read those really long facebook statuses Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't believe you i see it like you're like oh somebody wrote something long so it must be something really intense so i'm just gonna like it anyway that's how people like that obtain the likes that they do
0: yeah meanwhile i'm thinking of quality jokes like rest in peace umbrella october 2015 to october that was a funny status i know but it made me think, I, I had one very good Samaritan day, and you claimed I told this story on the you podcast. Did. i never, I never told it. Yes, you did. I know for a fact, because I never wanted to tell because it, it was such a long story.
1: <laughs> you, you tell mighty a long story.
0: I'm going to tell you a very, uh, very, I'm very condensed tell okay. story, because I've never told it on the podcast. I've searched I'll for it. I'll
1: find the episode.
0: So this was, I think we were definitely dating, this is probably about five years ago, I was mm-hmm. leaving work. Mm-hmm. I was leaving work with one of my uh, friends, Michelle, who's actually having a baby next week, mm. which is cool. And as we left the building, we work um, for City Omni, FX, all these things. It's like the middle, wind, it's about January or February, and this old decrepit looking woman was standing at the side of the door. We walked down, she's like old, hunched over. And she was saying, like, she was asking us a question or something, and she's like, oh, do you know if so-and-so is (coughs) in the building? We're like, I've never heard of him, sorry. And she's like, oh, I'm supposed to meet with this person. And now it's like 5.30 at night, pitch Mm -hmm. black, really cold. She's like, I'm supposed to meet with this person to tell him a story. And we're like, Mm -hmm. we've never heard of them. We're like, "Uh, come inside, we'll ask around and see if people know who this is. Right. We asked a few people who worked in, like, the newsroom, this and that. Because our building, there's, like, five different locations for our company, of different Mm -hmm. uh, studios, this and that. We asked around and nobody had even heard of this person. Okay. And this lady's like, oh, I traveled all the way from like really far up north to come pretty south. Yeah. And we're like, oh, and she's like, I had to get like a a subway and a streetcar and a taxi cab. And we just felt really bad. She was probably early eighties. Mm-hmm. She wasn't dressed too warm. She had no idea where she was. She would have no idea how to get home. She didn't even have any money on her to take a cab back. So then my, uh, my friend Michelle and I are like, okay, because Michelle is driving. She's like, I can drive you. She's like, what's your closest subway stop or something? She's like, uh, Michelle's like, I can drive you to Spadina Subway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll come with you. I'll get on the subway with you, and I'll yeah. make sure you get to where That's you're going. Nice. Yeah. And already, again, I haven't broadcast this to nobody yeah, except, except for her. all the <laughs> listeners right now. <laughs>
1: well this, is,
0: this happened five years ago. Yeah. I've had this podcast three years. Yeah. So this is before I've ever been to Sub- Spadina Subway Station, and
1: it's amazing there. Yeah.
0: So we get there, and first of all, I'll give this old woman credit because I guess, I think she had a pass or she had a token. And anyways, as she's going through uh, the ticket taker, she's like, "Oh, I I can't see. I can barely move. This young man is looking after me, so he doesn't have to Aww. pay. So I did not have to pay again on the subway. That's nice. So we get to Spadina, and here I was, I was like, "Okay, are you going? East or west I'm, she's like, I'm going north. I was like, okay, perfect. We'll yeah. get on the I'll get on the north subway with you. Get down there and it's I didn't realize it's again, like you said, the biggest subway station. It's like
1: if for those of you guys who live in Europe, it's yeah. as big as like Victoria Station in London.
0: Yeah. So we get down there and all I can see is east and west. And yeah. I was like, Oh, she's going north, she said. Yeah. So there's all these big long tunnels, and I'm like, it's so far for me to like to take a gamble, it's down this way her to walk she's really slow Mm -hmm. so here i am running up and down different areas trying to find where north and south are finally find north Mm -hmm. i go down with her we take it oh and because sub uh because spadina you have to kind of go east and then north you know how it or you go north and then you go over you have to do a a quick transfer yeah so i got on with her eventually this is like a half an hour of me trying to find the spot Mm -hmm. get on with her transfer get her over to transfer her she also has to take a bus Mm -hmm. like i get on the next one with her and eventually she's like okay sunny like i know where i'm going please you can and i kind of felt bad because then i just left her See? No, like, because she knew where she was going. I was, what, am I going to get on a bus to go to, like, But she didn't Thorn... know
1: where she was going. Isn't that the point of the story? She didn't know
0: where she was going. She just didn't know how to get to, like, the subway.
1: Gotcha. And
0: once I got her on the right subway, she basically was going to the last stop and then a bus stop. Um, like, I can't be expected to get on a bus that goes to Thornhill or something like that, or Forest Hill. Did you live there? Yeah, when I was five.
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: how to get home from Thornhill. I'll be, I'll be lost asking for help.
1: <laughs> so. But I do think that's really nice that you did that. Because the 2015, John, I know, would be too nervous that somebody would shank you.
0: Well, <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about some old lady shanking me. Yeah. But if it was some, like, younger 40-year-old woman, yeah. Yeah. But remember today when we we got north of Brooklyn for lunch. Yeah. And we're getting in the elevator and this old bird was walking <laughs> on the stairs. And we got in the elevator, and I was like, okay, you can close it. you're like, what, you closed it on some old lady? (laughs) I was like, no, she went to the other elevator. She's like, are you sure you're not just closing (laughs) on this old chick?
1: I don't know. You might be ageist.
0: Yeah. So anyways, it goes back. I could have wrote a huge paragraph about this experience. And people have been like, oh, you're so great, John. Like, we should build statues about you. But then
1: it goes back to also... Um, which I'm call what happened yesterday on the way to San Francisco's wow. when we were walking down Young Street under the scaffolding near oh, the right, McDonald's right, right, that right. gave us Norwalk, <laughs> there was this homeless individual full on, head down, sitting yep. in like the rain snow yeah. on the ground, and this like you can tell people who are like tourists to the city who aren't as used to maybe seeing as many like homeless individuals as like John and I do yeah and so she was like kind of did that thing where she walked ahead a little bit and then walked back to be like I'm gonna give that person money yeah and so she was like fiddling with her wallet and then gave the homeless individual like however much money and dropped it in um his or her like can jar thing <laughs> yeah. and so then the husband or like significant other who was with her was like, he didn't even say thank you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's okay. And then he was like, he said something to the extent of, somebody's going to steal his money. And it's like, to me, it's like, if you're doing something like that, you shouldn't have the need to hear something back.
0: My thing is, if you're going to do a good deed, do it out of the kindness of your heart, not for the fact that you want to get... Validated. Validated for. just yeah. like You can tell some people, like, oh, you're going to lunch, on the way to lunch. Yeah. You did something nice for an old person. Tell these people up, at your table. Totally. But don't, like... Post don't on broadcast things. and Guess exploit Guess what? It. We've given homeless people our dinners before. Yeah. Guess what? We've helped old ladies. I've
1: someone. had homeless people reject my sandwiches, me exactly. and Shine, when I tried to donate. And but. see,
0: that you can put on your Facebook. Yes! <laughs> so. But don't do not do these things where you want to get 100 likes just no. because you're like, oh, so I'm such a good person. It's mm-hmm. like you're not. You know why? Because you probably leave your tap water running a little bit longer than you should.
1: Oh, so, on that note, on a happier note, should we go to... go <laughs> <to> into murder. <laughs> do you want to go into how or, violent this city is?
0: Or no, or do you want to do predictions?
1: Let's Maybe. do some predictions. Let's go on a happy
0: note. So, I think this is something we should do every year around uh, January, which is let's make our 2016 predictions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have a list here. We
1: didn't uh, actually make any New Year's resolutions this year. I don't think you and I ever actually do New Year's resolutions. No,
0: nah, I think New Year's resolutions are usually like, bullshit.
1: Yeah. Well, because I'm like, how much do people actually stick to them? Right? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Here's a list of predictions. Some of them are targeted just towards us. Some of them are like bigger, bigger ones. So maybe at the end of the year or as these things happen in real time, we can see if we were right or wrong. Totes. So I have a whole list here of predictions. So let's see what our
1: 2016 predictions. 2016 predictions. Do me a favor, and
0: Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> that is very good
1: no you have to use this thing 2016 predictions do me a favor and
0: get over here <sighs> get over here <laughs> alright so the first one is a um, very easy one but this I think we're going to both have split answers go so will John be hungover on Halloween 2016
1: oh hundo percent I'm going to say no why would you actually say no given your pattern and history of halloween and or drinking
0: because this past year was i hung over on halloween yes no i wasn't what on halloween i wasn't really hung over because remember i i had a few drinks but i was more there's people who flew in from israel who were sassing me <laughs> there's people knocking over cupcakes you're
1: you cu- not as hungover, no, but I you hung over no
0: because we still we lived our day we lived life that day. I was out in the real world. <laughs> you
1: lived life that day. I live all my life. Sorry. No,
0: I wasn't hungover this year. Okay. I'm telling you, I wasn't hungover this year. Uh, because, not only, I know that because when everyone left at 2 in the morning, we stayed up till 4 cleaning up the place. And then we watched hockey. I wasn't hungover this year. Okay. Because when we have specific parties that last all night at our place, I don't get as, I don't have as much adult beverages because I'm all worried about people. <laughs> So, I still think you will. Okay. Next. I say no. Will the Toronto Blue Jays make the playoffs this year? No. Yeah, I say yes. Why? I think because a lot of the core team is still there. All the hitters are still there. Yeah. I, th- Even though we don't have David Price. Yeah. we got Marcus Stroman for a full year. Estrada is back. I think Jay Happ will be a nice addition to the rotation. <laughs> a
1: nice addition again. A nice addition. <laughs>
0: he was good when he played for us.
1: Then you got hacked
0: got to have (laughs) I think if they make Aaron Sanchez into the rotation it'll be good Mm -hmm. I just think and also that they've had the taste for winning and they've never had Donaldson or Martin before the first year with those two guys they go to the playoffs yeah when you have certain guys who are real deal winners like them yeah that's that's the culture like those guys don't they play to win every day whereas I just I think that they will make it this year Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's going to be tougher Boston got better New York got better But I think the Blue Jays are going to make the playoffs this year. Okay. Is there a reason why you don't think so?
1: The reason why I don't think so is that I I think I'm still skeptical because of two years ago when we got, like, Jose Arias, Milky Cabrera, (laughs) um, Batista, Incarnacion. Like, all of the networks blew up about the Blue Jays being, like, this force to be reckoned with, and we were shitting the bed. Then it was like, okay, We had this other great team, and then it was only post the All-Star break where we started picking up our stride again and did amazing. And it was great to win, like, AL East and stuff, but we became our worst enemy in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's true. Right? And so it's
1: just, like, what crumbled for us. Okay. Then it's also, like, I do think... Some of the elements of management we haven't seen in how they orchestrate and carry out that team yet. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to say that we'll make the playoffs. I'd like to think, for me, my goal for Toronto is just to carry that same momentum we had in the AL East postseason. Yeah. Because I think we don't have David Price. No. And he was one of the reasons we did get to...
0: Yeah, of the course, playoffs of course. or we, whatever. We would have made the playoffs without him. Right. The games I in. also
1: think it's weird that we got rid of a pitcher to only get him back.
0: Oh, Jay Happ. Yeah, that's true. I
1: think that's a little bizarre. I also think it's like we just got rid of Ben Revere. Yeah. Right. Who?
0: He had the and, most hits in the major leagues in the last year in the National League.
1: And he's also a really fast like um, Lead-off hitter. Leadoff hitter. And so I don't know. I just think it's like I'm not overtly grooving on what. The new management is doing, so I can't tell how that will mesh yet.
0: Okay, I got one more sports-related question. Hmm. Will the Ottawa Senators make the playoffs this year?
1: I think they will make a playoff spot this year if they get their shit together. There's always this term, and I read it in the Globe last year, it's like the Ottawa Senators are always the most consistently inconsistent team in NHL. Yeah, And so, 100% agree with that just because um we'll win two lose four yeah. right win one lose two and yeah. it's all like somehow we still keep hitting that even like just teetering over 500 yeah mark but somehow as of february last year we went on that massive win streak yeah and so i'm hoping we recreate that this year
0: yeah so, I, I, I also have them making the playoffs i think again you're right they've been inconsistently consistent or whatever.
1: <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. Or inconsistently consistent. Yeah. The same way. Yeah. It's different way of saying it.
0: They, like you said, they always win, like, they'll go on that big win streak where they'll win a bunch in a row. Mm-hmm. I think they're still situated in a position now, or even though they've lost a bunch, they get, they're still in it. Mm-hmm. They play tonight. Washington's playing their backup uh, goal. They're playing their backup goal. Good. Are we? Yeah, Hammond's playing. Uh, Hamburglar. Okay. But I think we'll, I think we got the right players to do it. So I think they will make the playoffs. Now, whether they go far, yeah. that's another question. All right. This is for all, all of our American listeners out there. Ow. <laughs> I dropped a pen on you. Yeah. Um,
1: squashed me.
0: Who will be the president of the United States of America?
1: Oh, God. Okay, so I will lose my shit if it's Donald Trump. Okay. Um, I don't think Jeb Bush has a chance. I do feel like Hillary Clinton has a better opportunity mm. to get in office. However, I don't know if America wants another Democratic candidate in office, again, potentially for four years and if not eight. Eight. What about you? So
0: you're saying Hillary Clinton. I think Hillary. I also have Hillary Clinton here. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like the Republicans have made such a joke of themselves. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of people, unfortunately and sadly, who actually believe in people like Donald Trump and believe his values. Yeah. And this and that. How do you think certain people like... W. Bush gets in, whatever. he's, like,
1: not even as bad. Not
0: even half as bad. But I do
1: think it's the same thing, though, as, like, obviously not on the same scale at all, but how, like, Rob Ford, who claims himself previous to running in an election, is, like, a businessman, and you need to treat um, running the city like a business, and that's how you're going to save money. I do think, like, that mentality kind of resonates well with, like, a working class sometimes. And if you think, like... What, um, even though it seems bizarre, what actual socioeconomic people would vote for Donald Trump, who mm-hmm. has, like, that business background, yeah. they might actually appreciate somebody like that in office.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, yeah, I'm going with Hillary Clinton. I think they're going to have the first female president. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I hard.
1: probably won't go down for this um what do you want call it inauguration <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
0: hey, that's crazy eight years ago almost yeah. you were down in the stage for mm-hmm. obama's first inauguration mm-hmm. all right let's do some pop culture
1: mm-hmm.
0: who uh oh sorry no this is because i'm going in order will we like the new season of homeland Ooh, yes or no
1: i don't think so it was actually funny. For some reason, I was watching the People's Choice Awards this morning, okay. and I saw, um, what's her face, Claire Danes, yeah. in the audience, and then I saw Saul, like, oh, sitting beside him. Saul? G- no, 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 like, Saul, Mandy Patinkin,
0: The Mandy Patinkin Project? Yeah,
1: I saw him sitting there, and he looks so angry, and I'm just yeah, like... Yeah, he always looks angry. He looks so angry these days, and I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know if I like, I just, I don't know, season was outstanding, yeah. and this season just rubbed me the wrong way, and now that I have read reviews, a lot of people actually like this Yeah, season. a lot of people did like it. So, I don't know, maybe I'm just not into, like, super soapy, whiny, ugly face crying Carrie Matheson. I actually have a question for you. What? Who is an ugly, more ugly, crying individual? Claire Danes?
0: Or Kim Kardashian? Yeah. Claire Danes. Oh, yeah. Because I just think Kim Kardashian's better, better looking, so...
1: Wow. It's
0: wigging me out on our other computer that we have a screensaver of all of our albums out. Yeah. And which picture do you think is wigging me out right now?
1: 50
0: Cent? No, Hurley from Lost. (laughs) Why? It's such a weird album cover. No,
1: Weezer's? Yeah,
0: Weezer when they put Hurley from Lost on I love that. It's such a weird album cover. Very
1: topical.
0: Uh, I also say that we will not like the season as no. Homeland. Not giving things away, but there's certain characters who I don't think will be around next year. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't even really like all the new characters who will no. be around. So I, I wonder
1: if it'll be like the newsroom though, where, like, because they obviously were heavy into, like, ISIS um, this season, yeah. so I'm wondering if they're going to continue with doing, like, The Paris attacks, or something of that nature. Well, I
0: told you what the writers do before they start the new season is they fly to Washington and talk to people in the Secret Service, people in the FBI, Mm -hmm. in the in White House, and they say what are the biggest threats right here, which is why this season closely mirrored a lot of stuff that happened in real life. So that is interesting. Yeah. But. I liked um, I liked the ter- the international like the terrorist stuff. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Can we do
1: the- Can we pause that and go into the next topic? Because I'm just kind of it's a good segue.
0: And finish the rest of these after. Yeah. Uh, yes, we can do that.
1: Unless you don't want to. No, no, no. Let's take. A I break. was just gonna say though, it's just like I read an article coming off. We just finished the Netflix series Making a Murderer, so I finally got to read about it. And one of the Atlantic articles was just talking about. Um, right now the fascination with murder cases as like the most profitable, um, whatchamacallit, most profitable narrative for storytelling right now for any network. And so my thing is, it's like, do you really want to see if people are dying in the world from ISIS, a story like a made for TV drama about ISIS
0: Or do I want to see it made for TV, or do I want to see the real thing,
1: you mean? No, but that's my thing, though. It's like, are you naturally watching the news about ISIS, or now are you just getting your story through um, Homeland?
0: Well, no, because obviously the things that happen in Homeland aren't real life.
1: But they're based on real life. They're based on real life, but still, I'm not
0: delusional. I know the difference between real... Some people are watching that, and they'll be like... Whoa! This is real life, but right. it's like, no, I I know what's going on because so I read the news or listen to the news is or it watch. Is it too the news. close to home? Uh, no, but that's because I'm I'm not myself affected by these things. Right. Fortunately, I've never, yeah. ha- I don't, I've I've not been in the military. I don't know anyone who's gone over and fought the, mm-hmm. the war. I I haven't been affected by this closely, so mm-hmm. I can watch it and this and
1: that. Okay. Okay.
0: But no, I I I I know the difference, and I I like the both. I like. Homeland when they recreate it so well, and then I like these real-life murder stories like The Jinx or Making a Murderer mm-hmm. or Cereal.
1: So we just finished Making a Murderer, as I noted, on the fastbender scale. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy?
0: Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. I already got you lined up for it.
1: What did you give Making a Murderer Netflix series?
0: I give it 9.2 out of 10.
1: Wow. What about you? How much did you give Jinx?
0: Uh, 9.1. ah wow. uh, I don't know. I don't know how much I gave Jinx, to be honest with you. Would you
1: give it now, though, more or less? Well,
0: the question is, which one do I like better? Yeah. Um, I think I, I like making a murderer better. Okay. I liked it better. I liked... Why? Because I felt more for it. I felt more, like, personally. Yeah. Where the Jinx was about this rich guy who had it all, who yeah. just went and killed people and got away with yeah. it. Making a murderer, like, that can happen to anyone. Anyone could have a bad upbringing, do a few things they're not proud of when they're young, and then all of a sudden, all of these people are out mm. to get you. Right. It's not so far-fetched to think that you could be framed for a murder. Right. Let's just say, like, let's just say I mysteriously died in this apartment. No!
1: Who's,
0: who's the first person no, to look at? Me. No, I'm not going to haunt you. Well, me. Ha- but you'd be the first one to be looked at, right? Yeah. So it's not a wild crazy thing to think that you could be framed for a murder right and then you see these this person who's a 16 year old kid who got mixed up in the wrong thing didn't know what to say it's just like that can happen so i felt more just involved uh like emotionally emotionally attached attached.
1: i was wondering so i think the difference between so on the fast bender scale yo 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 how many michael fast benders do you get out of 10 boys Damn dog. You get 8 cuz that white boy crazy. I also give um what you call it making a murder probably like 9 9.5 oh. out of 10 and I did like it better than the Jinx for different reasons as well. And I think the only because you felt more for those characters and it was a longer series. They had 10 episodes. HBO only gave The Jinx 6. Yeah. Um, you obviously can play with the format a bit longer on Netflix, too. So the episodes are a little longer than 60 minutes. But it was. It was just so sad and stressed out for Stephen Avery and his nephew, um, Brendan Brian Dassey, him. as characters. And I'm like, I can't believe stuff like this in a state w- like Wisconsin is actually happening. And so what I thought was interesting was that, like, I think they said, like, 300,000 people now have appealed and wrote a petition to Obama to actually appeal that court case, and Obama can't do it. He denied the plea because he can't, um, whatchamacallit, appeal a state case. It can only be a federal court case, and so I just, I don't know. I think it's so tragic, and it was, like, sad to see the story play out over 10 years and just see what, like, Brendan Dassey even like look like and became yeah. So I don't know.
0: Can, can I ask you this yeah. one? If you haven't watched or finished this, it doesn't spoil anything. But do you think Stephen Avery is guilty of murder, or do you think he is innocent? And I again, think he's innocent. Doesn't matter based on what actually happened. or like yeah. haven't seen it. Just your opinion. No, I
1: think he's innocent.
0: See, the more I the more, I, the think the more about I think that? about, it, unfortunately, I feel like he might might be guilty. It's, Why? It's t- It's well. There's as much evidence as there is that he didn't do it or he was set up, Mm -hmm. there is just still so much evidence that he did do it.
1: What, though?
0: Well, there are body parts, cars. Here, put
1: in the disclaimer. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert!
0: The following podcast contains spoilers about our favorite and not-so-favorite TV shows and movies of 2015. If you don't want plot lines ruined, download previous episodes 1 through 111. Listener discretion is advised. And you don't want
1: to know, fast forward 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, it's also... Fuck, Now <laughs> Fast,
1: forward, fast so forward
0: 45 much, seconds, I forgot what I was going to say. You said there
1: was so much evidence. Oh, I didn't no, think there was any no, no, evidence. No.
0: It's also, this documentary is a point of view. The point of view of the filmmakers is that, they, is that they're that they treating it like the guy's innocent. Oh, the for The thing is, sure. I'm sure there's so much evidence left out that makes him look guilty.
1: I think the the main things that actually frustrated me about this, and this is a spoiler, so just fast forward, Um is that Brendan Dassey requested a polygraph test. They denied him that. That 100% would have cleared both him and Stephen Avery. So Mm -hmm. there was no polygraph test done. There was also no actual blood splatter found from the bullet of the gun in the garage there was no knife yeah
0: um
1: because that didn't happen um what you might call it the slashing of her throat in the bedroom there was no blood splatter from that on the floor or on the bed there was no dna or semen found on the bed and there was there was one more oh yeah. the stupid key it was like how did it magically show up on the fifth day and said it fell out of the back of the nightstand. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know. I like, just, it here, frustrates me.
0: Here's what I'll say. The problem with this is, unless Stephen Avery comes out and says, yes, I am guilty. I committed this crime. Yeah. We'll never know for sure. It's like the It's like the OJ trials. Mm-hmm. You never... Most people assume that he killed, what, Nicole Brown, whatever. Mm-hmm. Most people assumed, and it's most likely he probably did kill her, mm-hmm. but we won't 100% Anna ever Nicole know. Anna Nicole
1: Smith. No, not,
0: it's not Anna Nicole Smith. Oops, that's a, that's it? a, Nicole Smith Brown.
1: Is that her OJ name?
0: Simpson, or Nicole Brown Smith, yeah? Let's look this It should up. be. I'm doing promos based on this.
1: We were so young when that happened. Yeah. OJ Simpson. But we'll
0: never know for sure if Stephen Avery killed this woman or not, unless yeah. he admits to doing it, or unless scientifically proved evidence shows this person without it unequivocally without a doubt killed this person right that's the problem with these things is even though it looks like he's innocent from our perspective Mm -hmm. i could go either way
1: do you
0: do you
1: because the internet's yeah. not working, so I can't look up the chick's name. We were very young, though. I remember watching Sister, Sister during the time of the Bronco Chase for OJ Simpson. That guy's
0: watching Homeboys in Space. <laughs>
1: right? So, That's I was thinking cantons. about, like, and we said this at um, Ferris's birthday, because it's such a lucrative um, concept right now to make... These different murder cases. Ah, oh, you're tickling me. <laughs> right? Um, making these different murder cases into... No, stop! Right? Making murder cases into TV shows. Um, I decided to find six of Canada's most bizarre murder cases and see what you think.
0: Okay.
1: So I tried to find some of... The most um, intense Canadian cold murder cases or just like biggest like murder cases that could potentially be Canada's take on um, the Netflix original Making a Murder. So one of them and just tell me what you think. So this one was a cold case from 2007. And so the story goes... Vanessa Brewer's body was discovered in a field on the outskirts of Winnipeg on August 30th, 2007, approximately three weeks after the 17-year-old girl disappeared. A Brewer family member and the Southern uh, Chief Organizations appealed to the government of Manitoba to form an independent task force to determine whether a serial killer is involved. Um, Hold on, pause it. For um, a serial killer in Canada's indifference officer's view reviewed this case. So half a year after her death, the Winnipeg Free Press revealed that she had been in the care of child and family services and had been in and out of foster care since she was at least four years old. So less than three months before she was killed, she was returned to the home of a family member despite a report to the child care services indicating that she was been exposed to drugs and a sex trade. Ooh. Okay. So then another um, point is that um, Fontaine uh, this director of justice mm-hmm. um, cited that dozens of unsolved cases about aboriginal women who are missing or killed over the past 20 years and observed that both Edmonton and Vancouver had set up special tax forces under similar circumstances to find uh, women of this nature. Winnipeg Police confirmed 19 unsolved homicide cases with sex sex trade workers over the past 25 years. So in... Where is it? In Vancouver, there was another woman who was part of a sex trade who also went missing around the same age as this Vanessa girl. Oh. Right? And so the murders of these two women, both sex trade workers, whose bodies were also found on the outskirts of Winnipeg Hmm. in 2007 were also being in question if they were from the same person or linked to a different case
0: interesting I, I'd watch that documentary
1: I would too
0: but uh, it's so sad it's like, it's so uh, weird
1: it's like being exploitive over like somebody's pain yeah right no.
0: and it's like th- these are all bad stories but just like uh, I just feel so sad and you like sex trade and mm-hmm. like people getting forced into this kind of thing and it's like man I just feel lucky that we uh, don't uh, we've never
1: had to uh, to deal with that yeah so here's another one so this is the story of albert johnson walker Mm. after fleecing dozens of canadian clients out of three million dollars bastard albert walker and his daughter sheena fled to europe in 1990 to avoid fraud charges while in britain sheena posed as walker's wife and then befriended englishman ronald platt Walker arranged and paid for Platt and his girlfriend Elaine to emigrate to Canada in 1993, but to leave Platt's driver's license and birth certificate behind. With Platt in Canada, Walker assumed his identity. What? Then in 1996, Platt surprised Walker by returning to England. Walker took him on a fishing trip and killed him. But while wow. Walker had stolen Platt's identity, he failed to grab the Rolex watch from the dead man's wrist. And the serial number led police to find the killer. Wow. Most of the money remains unaccounted for. I do think that's like that's more crazy. Yeah,
0: that that seems like more of like um, It's like
1: Homeland Season One, yeah, identity theft. It's
0: a movie. That's not yeah. I don't want to see that documentary because it's like I don't want I don't wanna watch about rich people yeah frauding you and leave I wanna see that I wanna see Ben Affleck playing like the guy <laughs> who gets double crossed by I don't know Mark Ruffalo.
1: So here's one. It's about Mark Twitchell Which was inspired by the serial killer TV show Dexter. Okay. So intrigued. Edmonton, Edmonton born Mark Twitchell, posed as a woman online in two thousand and eight. Sounds like the jinx. And lured John Altinger to a rented garage where he killed him and dismembered the body. While Twitchell would later be dubbed the Dexter Killer. He was in no way as meticulous as the show's lead character Dexter Morgan. When police arrested Twitchell two weeks after the crime, traces of blood were found on the clothes he was wearing. Police also recovered a deleted file from his hard drive that was essentially the transcript of all of his crimes. named SK Confessions, which authorities took to mean serial killer confessions, the document began. This is the story based on true events. The names and events were altered slightly to protect the guilty. This is the story of my progression into becoming a serial killer like Dexter Morgan. Last year, Twitchell was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison.
0: Now, do you think shows like Dexter or video games, can that make a person into well, a Well, he murderer? just said
1: he was inspired by Dexter Morgan. Yeah, but
0: do you think the guy was like perfectly normal, he's 25 years old, yeah. and then all of a sudden he watches Dexter. He's like, oh, I'm going to start killing people like Dexter. He's obviously probably born this way. Yeah. Or he, he grew up. and people things happened to him. He was traumatized as a kid. Yeah. But it's like, do you think sh- TV shows and violence and this
1: are. But that's what I'm wondering. If it's like things like making a murder and you learn about EDTA, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like how that is in trace when you keep blood in test tubes. And if you don't, um, you can get away like on a charge of like murder yeah. if it. Um, your traces of blood don't contain EDTA in them. I think it's like it's helping people round out cases potentially. Yeah. And proving maybe if you did some sort of murder case in Wisconsin, you'd probably get off on it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Or you'd
1: get caught, rather. Maybe. I, I don't know. I think
0: a lot of people, too, they like the fame that comes with it. It's like, oh shit, I know yeah. Stephen Avery. Look how famous he is now. If yeah. I kill someone. Like, a lot of, that is a lot of times people, yeah. because they're nobodies or no yeah. one knows them, a lot of times they do credit yeah. this so that they're known, right?
1: How do you feel about people who start dating people who are in jail as serial killers? There's Or were serial killers or fall in some, love with...
0: There's something going on if you have to romanticize the idea of being with someone. Locked yeah. I don't... I...
1: Because that was crazy. Like, spoiler alert, yeah. spoiler alert. Fast forward 30 seconds. When Stephen Avery is on his last girlfriend in the series... They actually met via writing each other in the jail. And she hadn't met him physically for four years. Yeah. Like, but yeah. he identified her. And I swear to God, if you guys are watching the series, there's actually a picture in her family room where she's giving one of her, um, whatchamacallit, narrative pieces or commentary. And you can see a picture of him and her in the background. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if they've never met in four years. How did this happen?
0: Oh, they write letters, she's lonely, he's lonely. I can see him, people behind jail, falling for someone. Yeah. But it's like, if you're in the real world, just go to a bar, turn on Tinder, Grindr, whatever you need, (laughs) do your thing, like, get out there, it's 2016, it's easy to meet people nowadays. I guess so. I don't know, it's... Then again, whatever, maybe people like to... as they're happy and they're not
1: hurting anyone.
0: I'm sure they like the idea, it's like, I know where this person is at all times, 22 hours of the day they're locked in the cell thinking about me and reading my letters, so I mean... I I do think
1: it was like the element of hope like she was in a married relationship her husband was dying and that's how they like they just found solace in talking to each other so it did start off as a friendship and then grew too romantic I just I did I found it like really bizarre it's like this woman seemed like a very functioning person I'm sure she is and I'm sure she is which is like neither here nor there it just seemed weird that she would go that route.
0: I like those. Those are interesting cases. It makes me, there's um, another documentary on Netflix I want to watch with you. It's called something like A Walk Through Central Park or something. Well,
1: I think it was like, hold on, I did find actually in just talking about that, um, what is it? The best, like, if you guys love Making a Murderer. Oh, I think um, I looked up the same article. Yeah, if you're liking Making a Murderer, try, yeah, try one of these um, other series. So the number one yeah, being the, one. the Jinx, The Life and Death of Robert Durst, which we actually have already yeah. watched. The next one is uh, The Central Park Five, which that's, you told me about. Yeah, it's
0: one I want to watch. It, it's on Netflix. It's an hour and a half. It's a documentary movie. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, it's about this woman, I believe, in, what, the 70s who was going through, for a job through Central Park. And she had up getting raped. I don't know if she was murdered. Mm-hmm. And they ended up convicting five uh, teenagers, four black, one Latino, I believe. And they were wrongfully convicted. I think they spent like 18 years in jail as well for a yeah. crime they didn't commit.
1: And spoiler alert, Donald Trump is apparently in it. So. Is he? <laughs> Very timely. <laughs>
0: I wonder who he's going for <laughs> right? in that movie.
1: Um, So another one that was referenced in here is Paradise Lost Trilogy. And actually, when reading Making a Murderer, like just reviews, I, that one came up a lot actually. So, Paradise Lost is, um, it the story chronicling the tragic murders of three prepubescent boys in West Memphis, mm. and the arrests of three teenage boys in connection with that case, and how, um, the, like, three films were actually made for HBO, like Paradise Lost, the child murders at Robin Hood, um, Revelations, and Purgatory. Okay. And so, they basically just paint a picture about how these three other boys were wrongly convicted, yeah. um, for these murders. So crazy. That was nuts. The next one is called Deliver Us From Evil. Okay. And this is a story of a Catholic priest, Oliver O'Grady, who raped and sexually assaulted children in numerous American parishes throughout the 70s. And so rather than being charged for the crimes, O'Grady was transferred around the country by church hierarchy that knew something was terribly wrong, but refused to address it.
0: This one sounds pretty interesting. There's
1: something about, uh, Yeah. Like, I know, anything I church-related know. that wigs me out even me more. Me too. Like, <laughs> I could never watch that horror movie growing up called Stigmata. No. Uh, that it, Like, it just wigged me out too much.
0: No, they, uh, don't, they don't have it on Netflix. Well, not Netflix can, at Yeah. Least.
1: And so the last one is um, called The Staircase. Ooh. And this one is an eight-part series from 2004 in which a North Carolina newspaper columnist and novelist, Michael Peterson's wife, Kathleen, died under mysterious circumstances in 2001 at the bottom of a set of stairs in their home. Hmm. And Michael claimed that Kathleen's fall... Um, uh, what? Michael... What? Michael claimed Kathleen fell, yet he was convicted of the murder in 2003. However, that wasn't the story's end because um, a slew of startling revelations about Michael Peterson are woven into the film. And even if you'd firmly decide um, who to believe at the end of it, um, there's so much further debate about it because there is actually the staircase two that actually pulls Whoa, out more sequel. evidence. Yeah,
0: that's nuts. So yeah. Wow, this has certainly been a dark podcast Yeah, I was about to so
1: say, it's the time of the year.
0: Why don't we get back into some more of our predictions? Yeah, on so I'm happy half half year year to know. And then we'll round this out because we're at just about at that hour right about now. So we ended with Homeland. Who do you think will win Album of the Year at the Grammys? Ooh,
1: I hope it's Kendrick. We just watched Kendrick on Austin City Limits.
0: So Kendrick, The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, Chris Stapleton, and Alabama Shakes are all nominated. All
1: really huge albums and yeah. artists of the year.
0: So who I know who you want. Do you want Kendrick to win. Do you think he's going to win?
1: No. Who do you think, <laughs> who do you think he's going to win? That, it's
0: not who you want. It's who you predict yeah. will win.
1: I can't tell right now if it would be somebody like Alabama Shakes. Um,
0: I predicted Alabama Shakes. Yeah. I feel like they're that dark horse where it's like, okay. See, I don't
1: think they're that much of well, a dark horse. I,
0: what I mean is like Weekend, Kendrick. Taylor Swift are all huge, and Chris Stapleton's huge in country. Yeah. it's like when Arcade Fire won a few years ago, where mm-hmm. it's like obviously we know who they are, but not a lot of people do. Yeah, I feel like it'll be cool to give it to them.
1: Really? That's right. not know, Alabama I don't the- Shapes have been in like a lot of like apples. Yeah. Um. Well, they're, de- they're definitely good.
0: I definitely like their music. But no, no, no. I, I know, like Kendra better. Th-
1: oh, hundred percent. I know Sound and Color was like a huge album for them. Um, I just wonder like how many. Like, did they say how many albums they sold? No. Um, what you recall it? I think it's like, yeah, it debuted at number one. Sound and color. Oh. On Billboard, and it's like won a ton of shit in the like the UK and Europe and mm. stuff. Um, yeah. So who knows? But yeah, I, I agree. I think. Okay. They'll get it.
0: Who do you think will win uh, movie of the year at the Oscars this year?
1: Do we know the nominations?
0: We don't, but you could... I know it's basically like The Revenant, uh, Spotlight, The Big Short, uh, Uh, Joy, like those kinds of movies. I
1: think... Um, there's this movie I keep seeing out and it's like, you know when people have to wear prosthetics or like yeah. they take on like a different sex to be in a movie yes. Then they usually win like oh, Best Actress or yeah, Actor? Yeah, it was like
0: Carol and Carol. Stuff like that. I think
1: it's going to be like a Carol. You think it's Carol? Carol or like Brooklyn or something.
0: Right. I'm going with Spotlight, which is the- Oh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Or that one. Yeah.
0: Well, you can't pick two. You have to pick one. Oops.
1: No, I think Spotlight because it's the Boston one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the people for, like, Carol yeah. and Brooklyn will win for, like, all the acting awards. Yeah.
0: I do want to see Spotlight, though.
1: Oh, you do? Yeah. I thought you didn't.
0: I didn't want to see the big short.
1: Which one's that one?
0: That's the one with, like, Steve Carell about, like, the finan- financial collapse. Oh. It has, like, Ryan Gosling. Like, Goss, the Depression? And, no, like, 2007 when, like, like the uh, all that shit that happened... The housing markets collapsed and Wall Street was fucked up. Okay. I wanna see Spotlight.
1: Okay.
0: Can I go see Spotlight? Yes. And I wanna see The Revenant, because I wanna see if Leonardo DiCaprio gets raped by a bear or not.
1: All that happens in the movie is a fucking bear.
0: No, that's one scene.
1: The whole trailer just looks like a fucking bear.
0: You just don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. You've had it out against I them. do like You're him. like the police of Man Or You've always had it out for Steve Avery. You've always not had it out for Leonardo me to DiCaprio.
1: Fucking Peter Kratz. Or you've whatever. seen three
0: movies where he's had like a Boston accent. And ever since then you've got to Does he have
1: Boston up. accent in this one? No,
0: because he's from like the wilderness. So? <laughs> he doesn't uh,
1: Doesn't he just get lost in the wilderness? He
0: gets left for dead by Mad Max, and he's gotta find his way back to avenge his death.
1: Is this attached to Mad Max?
0: No, but it's Tom Hardy. Oh. <laughs> It's the guy who did Birdman. Oh, God. Okay, so we both agree. The um, spotlight. (laughs) Next up is, will John change his subway order this year? No. That's a no for me as well. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Good, quick one. Um, Will Val get into any more laundry wars this year?
1: Mm, Hard to say. I may be changing my game to being only doing my laundry at my parents' house.
0: That's what I thought. So I wrote no. I don't think you'll be getting any No,
1: I'm, like, holding out till next weekend on doing laundry.
0: Okay. Um, What will we go as for Halloween this year?
1: Ooh. So last year was so good. Um, We've been really good, actually, for a few years. Yeah. So I'm, like, I don't know if we want to do interracial couple again. Yeah. Like, because last year was so, like, A-level. Do you have any? I know you posted... A picture of us, and we were both the prosecution lawyers well,
0: I'm, I'm, from making a murder. I messed up. I said, "Here's like a good couples' costume." I should have said, "Here's a good scary couples' costume." Yeah,
1: uh, and you said for us. I was like, "How am I going to?" It's gonna- a joke. I know. I was like, "How am I going to go in whiteface?" Oh,
0: uh, that's, that's the joke, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. I still like the idea of Easy E and um, Jerry Heller. His yeah, white I manager. do you think
1: that one would be good.
0: It's still t- it's tough. it's hard to think about. It's hard about. to
1: think. Um,
0: Next question is
1: Who did we say though we could basically wear the same costumes? I don't know. I can't even remember now. I was like, okay, I'll go as that person it's basically the same costume as Samuel Jackson. (laughs)
0: Um I don't know. Can't
1: remember. Okay, anyway.
0: Just a couple more. Which figure will have a show made out of them on Netflix?
1: Which historical figure? Yeah. Um, well, seeing as O.J. Simpson already has one, Yeah. the one case I think in Canada that could have warranted um, like a series made after it is the, what's his face? The, oh my God, uh, like Louis Manicotti guy. Who like cut up all those like body oh, parts right, one. Right, right. but i'm wondering if like somebody like uh like who would it be somebody super disturbing yeah i don't know like any other killers or like
0: or just it could be like a, a political f- a political thing like lyndon johnson you could have who's him. that he used to be the president of the united states of america lbj lyndon oh. byron johnson oh
1: I'm not American. I didn't know that.
0: Uh, I think I did a report on LBJ once. Okay. And I only did it so I can like quickly write his name from Lyndon Byron Johnson, whatever fucking name it's LBJ. (laughs)
1: Anyways, but yeah, (laughs) badass. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Will you get bitten on vacation, and will I be sunburned?
1: Oh my god. Um, well, I'm hoping because we're going to Bahamas at some point in the next couple months and my legs can't take any more bug bites. Um, my black spots have almost cleared up Let's perfectly see. on my legs. You can kind of still yeah, see. Yeah, they're slowly. Slowly still there. Um, I really hope not. 100% you will get burned.
0: Okay. You can't say I hope not. You guys give your prediction.
1: Oh, I think I'll get bitten. Okay. Yeah. I, I said yes as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll be sunburnt and you'll get some yeah. kind of bite, yeah, so we'll both be in pain.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, I got two more. Will we cave and go back to McDonald's this year? No. I also have no. I, I haven't missed it. I
1: haven't missed it. Still it still
0: smells like garbage to me.
1: I did have one low point, but I think it was because of peer pressure.
0: Okay. When
1: we were jamming right. on I'm jamming. We were jamming on Wednesday, and Chris did it again. He brought 50 McNuggets. 50?
0: 50 Pity McNuggets the
1: for the whole band playing. You have to get them
0: banned from being a uh, fan of the week or a <laughs> Yeah,
1: super fan of yeah. the week. And so he brought 50 McNuggets to the studio, and I'm like, blah and so then like scrivens is like i've already had 13. i'm like ew Ew.
0: right
1: and like z's eating them and chris is eating them nick's eating them and nick is even like oh my god i'm tooting mcdonald's like this is so gross and so they're like oh there's four left and they kept being like val just have one and i'm like "Ugh, ugh, no but then part of me was like should i just have one not to be rude
0: no, because they already know your story. Yeah,
1: and so I didn't eat one because I was like, no, this is like just opening up a bad wall.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of that one time where four people were sharing one spoon of food and they wanted me to have a bite of their food. <laughs> I was like, I'm not biting into this food on this fork that all four of you have been eating from. Hold like, on. Fuck I have
1: a question. Yeah. What happens if I had a spoon yeah. and I shared it with Ben? Yeah. Would you have something off of that Our, spoon?
0: The three-year, three-year-old nephew? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> But yesterday, we were eating San Francesco's, yeah. and uh, I was like, okay, we ate, and then I, I put my plate in the sink, and there's I had one more half left, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I'm like, I'll eat it later. So you're like, okay, do you want to use my plate? Yeah. Just like, so you don't have to wash it now and later? Yeah. I was like, no, put it in the sink. I'll use a fresh plate, because I don't want a plate that's been sitting out there for an hour with like, juices all over it. What
1: juice? I
0: don't know. There was like leftover San Fran juice.
1: There's no San Fran juice.
0: So I'm a little picky <laughs> when it comes to that thing. Okay and last prediction of the year will we real realistically and consistently go to the gym this year
1: (laughs) no whoa i went to the gym pretty consistently last year um january through april right yeah for obvious reasons yeah um but i don't know what it is it's just like is it the time of day it's just like i think the key is is not saying we're gonna go four days out of the week it's like
0: just go when you let's just
1: go to the gym yeah right and so like i want to go back so we can play like squash and stuff
0: yeah i think we'll realistically and consistently go back like you said not maybe four times a week but we'll be doing it i'll be like let's go home Let's do it. We got back from work. We walked home. Let's go. It's the Mm -hmm. weekend. Let's play some squash. We got nothing going on this morning. I think we will. I think it will be a a banner year for us. So
1: we are going to get our 2016 bodies back in shape. And on that note.
0: Yeah. And as all these things happen, I wrote down our our answers. Okay. So as the Grammys and this and that happen, we'll we'll see who's right and wrong.
1: Amazing. But
0: uh, we're at that hour in a bit. So why don't we get into the band of the week? who I've been promising for about three weeks. I've been promising that since 2015. Okay. So it's the album and band I'm most excited for their album this year. Okay, it's finally Saint Lucia.
1: Finally,
0: and they have a new album called Matter that comes out on January 29th.
1: Badass.
0: And they have a new single called Physical,
1: which I cut a nice sizzle reel too.
0: Yeah, it's such a fun song. I almost put their new song that just came out called Love Somebody. Okay, it's a little bit slower. Oh, the
1: one you played for me. When yeah. You played? yeah, but I'm like, I want
0: to play Physical. I think it's gonna. It's kind of like their um, Elevate, where it's like I think this will be the big hit song. Yeah but I love this band we're seeing them at the Phoenix in a couple weeks so if you're a podcast fan in Toronto come out see them see us Mm -hmm. we'll be the ones singing and dancing Mm. but uh, I'm excited for you guys to hear if you haven't heard this song yet because again I've claimed no one knew about them until I promoted them on the podcast yes
1: John that's true
0: so I'm just saying
1: okay all these
0: people claiming that they know the band and I'm the one sent here since 2013 you guys want to get
1: in contact with me and check out Been
0: reading their answers
1: Check out some of the cool shit I've done this week. Um, it's Val Gomez 23.
0: You can holler at your boy on Twitter and Instagram. on that at Madeline Camp. And on Facebook.
1: Uh, check out our Live at 605 page for cool memes and statuses.
0: And on iTunes, rate, subscribe, and comment. And it gets us back into the news and noteworthy. <laughs> Let's just go back to you yeah. to iTunes next week. I'll do Facebook. <laughs> so until next week, I'm your podcast Joe you I am Val. Easy.
1: easy. Get physical. Get It's
0: a simple game, but now the message in your eyes, is broken. And I'm a mess.